This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. And I am your host today, John Rush. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Live program, October the 27th. Big changes coming in this weekend. If this happens to be a show you're listening to as a replay, uh, it is nice out at the moment. eh, 47, almost 50 degrees in Denver, so not bad. But there's big changes coming this weekend. It'll be our first weather, large weather event, uh, cold weather event is what I should say, of this season. Yes, we had some in this year already because we have winter that you know crosses over from one year to another. But as far as this season goes, the 2023-2024 winter season, this is the first event of that. May talk a little bit about that today. Make sure that you guys are all you know dialed in, but most of you have probably done the things necessary to be ready for that. But just in case you haven't been paying attention to the news and the weather and so on, we're going to have uh, low temperatures over the weekend into Monday morning that are liable to be in the low teens. So like even 12, which isn't a teen, 12, 13 degrees. So 13 is a teen, of course, but might even be as low as 10 degrees. Don't think we'll see single digits. It depends on how fast the storm moves out and how much clearing we have and how cold it gets, uh, especially Monday morning. And they're predicting anywhere from three to 10 inches of snow that hasn't been fully finalized yet. So those of you that are listening, depending upon where you're at, you're liable to see some white stuff. I, as I say, I may get into some of that uh, through the show. Uh, we'll just see how things go. As always, though, lines are open 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. And you can text us as well. I should say that. In fact, you can text us anytime. Anytime, any show, doesn't matter. I answer that as quickly as I can, typically within a few minutes. 307-200-8222. Again, 307-200-8222. You're always welcome to call, text, ask questions. We're here for you in that regard. And it doesn't have to be on topic, and especially here on Ready Radio, any topic that you would like to cover or thoughts or ideas that you have in regards to you know, just keeping people safe and so on. Now, I interviewed a person yesterday, and I thought I'd sort of get into some of this today preparedness-wise, and that is, of course, the shootings where there's even still a person. I don't believe, Charlie, yet they've apprehended him. I think there's still a big manhunt going on for that individual, and I don't know any more about that. I don't think really anybody does or will until that situation is resolved, which it is not at this point. Um, Now, I think if this particular individual, and again, I I can't speculate because I don't know and I don't know the situation, I don't know this individual, but I think if if he were going to do any other nefarious things, I believe he would have already done that. Does he mean he's still a dangerous individual? Of course, absolutely it does, but I think you would have seen more things happening. I do think, and Charlie and I were doing some reading on this yesterday that there was evidently a vendetta or some or some other things mentally going on with the particular places that he went into again we don't know all of the details won't know any of that until down the road but there was evidently something personal going on in those particular situations and I don't know what it is exactly I don't know that anybody does yet Uh, there's some rumors flying around and I'm always careful in these particular situations to not to not um, comment or you know continue rumors because we don't know if they're true or not. But 
it looks like, and I think even common sense would say, unless he's continued down this streak of doing things, along, you know, going into places and shooting them up, given the fact that that hasn't continued, you would almost have to believe that he had some sort of a, of a vendetta against those particular places. So, anyways, I don't know. Point being, I talked about this a little bit with a guest on Rush to Reason yesterday. Situational awareness. I'm going to talk about that today because it is key to preparedness in any situation. And I'll get into some of those as we go through the program today. And again, if there's something you would like to add, please do so. 303-477-5600. So I'll get into the uh, you know, the, the gun shooting aspect of things in a moment. But situational awareness applies to a lot of things. From walking in and out of a store, sitting down and eating in a restaurant, going any place, church, any kind of a large gathering, a ball game, a sporting event, a concert, the library. I mean, it really doesn't matter. We should have situational awareness at all times, no matter what we're doing. And I will tell you that I think there's a lot of individuals out there that have little to no situational awareness around them. They just come and go, heads down, they're buried into a phone, not really paying any attention. And by the way, we can all get into that routine, myself included, where you're just in that mode, you've got things to do, you're on a mission. You're not really paying attention to things that are around you. You're kind of zoned out. Maybe you were listening to a program on the radio when you stop and get out of the car. Maybe you're daydreaming. Maybe you were thinking about your next project that you have to do as soon as you get out. Maybe you're thinking about the list of items you need to pick up at the store you're heading into. And you're sort of in a different zone as opposed to paying attention to things when you get out of the car or you're walking into a building or walking out of a building. And sometimes we're with friends or family and we're conversing and we're laughing and we're doing other things. We should, at all times, be paying attention to those things around us. Again, I don't know the situation happened in Maine. I don't know why there wasn't any concealed carry holders, or in that case, I think it's constitutional carry in Maine. They don't even have to have a permit to carry. Why was there nobody else shooting back at this individual? I don't know, folks. I, I can't answer that. I, and, and by the way, no one can at this point. It's too early, not enough details, not enough facts. But, and again, people can get caught by surprise, even those that have themselves armed. Now, I also will say, and, and Jersey Joe sent me something on this yesterday, and I can't tell for positive, but from what in, from what little bit of research Joe did, it looked like at least the bowling alley was a gun-free zone. Meaning, if you were in there, you weren't allowed to have any kind of weaponry. I Again, folks, I can't say that beyond a shadow of a doubt. I'm relying on what Joe sent me, but from the picture that Joe sent me, it looks like there is a sign on the door that this is a family place, blah, 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 gun-free zone. So if somebody has a better picture or has more understanding of that, feel free to let me know that or even jump in, call me, let me know that, because I don't know that for sure, but that seems to be the indicator. Now, again, I don't know that for positive. I haven't been there. I haven't looked at the sign or the door myself, so I can't verify that. And point being, you have to have situational awareness no matter where you're at. Now, I also will tell you this. 
and I'll be the first to admit it, I don't care. I've been to a lot of quote-unquote gun-free zones still carrying. I just don't care. Arrest me. You're, you're not going to get arrested anyways. If it's a policy of the store, which it is, worst-case scenario, they kick you out, ask you not to come back, or go put your firearm away if they happen to see that you have one. My point is, if they don't know you have it and it's concealed, how are they ever going to know you have it? They don't. So <laughs> those signs, to me, aren't worth the paper they're printed on. Literally. You know, we've got, we've got places around here, uh, all sorts of different businesses, Panera Bread and like, that will not allow you to, quote-unquote, have a concealed carry inside of those stores. Have I been into a Panera Bread carrying my weapon? Yes, I have. I'll be the first to admit. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. Does, does Panera Bread know that? Not until I just said so. Are they going to keep me from coming in? No, no offense. I'm not trying to be rude here. The average person working at one of those places wouldn't know if you were carrying one or not. Unless you're just openly carrying and flashing it around, how are they ever going to know? They're not. They're doing good to get you the right sandwich. I'm, again, I'm not trying to be mean or rude, but really, they're, they're, they're doing good to get you the right soup, sandwich, and drink. Actually, you get your own drink there. So you're, you're doing good to get your own soup and sandwich or pastry or whatever it is you're there for. And, and not being critical. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. But most of these quote-unquote gun-free zones, let's face it, they're doing good to staff the place. Nonetheless, police what they're trying to enforce. It's not like they've got a security guard standing at the front door frisking everybody that walks in to see whether they're carrying a weapon or not. So I'm one of those that I really could care less what the sign on the door says. I'm doing what I want to do anyways. It makes no difference to me. And it's a store policy, not a law. Now, there are laws where you're not, as a concealed, in Colorado, as a concealed weapon holder, you're not allowed to carry into government buildings, schools, things like that. And yes, I abide by those. You have to. If you're caught not, you could lose your carry permit. You're not going to lose your carry permit by walking into a business that doesn't allow you to, because again, it's not a law that you've broken. It's a store policy that you broke. And frankly, we all break store policies continually, one way or another. Trust me, believe me, we do. Most people that work there don't even know what their policies are. And they've probably even broken them. So bottom line, I, I don't care about a store's policy. I don't care if Target says you can carry or not. I don't care if Panera Bread says you can or cannot. I don't care if Starbucks says you can or cannot. It makes no difference to me. Now, I also will say this. I'm not a huge boycott person, but I haven't been to Panera Bread, frankly, since they established that policy. I mean, I've probably been a couple of times since, and I carried in and didn't care. But bottom line, I just don't shop at those places either. If you're going to have that policy, I'll do business elsewhere. It's not like I can't go someplace besides Panera Bread which, frankly, for me and my diet, probably shouldn't be there in the first place because of what they actually serve you. But regardless, I don't let that bother me. Now, situational awareness, it's a big deal. And again, as I said a moment ago, most people are not paying attention as they go about and do their business. Somebody just texted and said, concealed carrying a gun-free business, if they ask you to leave and you don't, it becomes criminal trespass, just leave, and that's it. Thank you. Yes, great statement. If you're concealed carrying in a business, by the way, this is true with any business, that you don't even have to conceal carry. If they just don't like you being there, 
and they as a store have asked you to leave? I am a big believer in business rights. That was my whole point during COVID with masks and so on. If a business wants you to wear a mask and you don't want to wear a mask, you can push back. But eventually, if they want to enforce their policy and you need to, you know, and you choose to shop elsewhere, then that's the decision that you made. Leave and go shop elsewhere. You don't have to make a big scene. Now, I will say this. I did see a post this past week where there's even currently, this was a bank, I believe it was a Wells Fargo in Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma where they had a mask policy in place. And where I had a problem was in watching this video, they were saying that it was against the law for this particular lady to do business there without having a mask on. And her point was, no, this is your policy, and it's not against the law. And I bank here, and this particular lady said, I have $200,000 in the bank that I'm going to move someplace else unless you'll take my deposit that I'm trying to make again. I'm putting money in your bank It shouldn't matter whether I have a mask on or not. Are you going to take my money or not? And they were refusing to service her. Now, eventually, as the video went on, a manager finally got freed up. Uh, This was after the police had been called, by the way. The manager finally came over, said, I'll wait on you. I'll take your money and so on. And she left peacefully, and it was no big deal. Now, I will tell you, she did a really good job of peacefully pushing back against all of that, saying, no, it's your policy, not a law that I have to have a mask on. So the police showed up. And by the way, the police lady was very nice. And she said, listen, it's their policy. It is not a law. And if you choose to do business elsewhere, you can can sure choose to do so. But at this point in time, if they're asking you to wear a mask, you need to wear one or leave. And by the way, that was the correct response from the police officer. I, as you guys all know, I'm a big believer in businesses having their own rights to do whatever they want to. I'm even, I'll go as far as to say, if they want to discriminate, so be it, let them. I don't care. That's up to them. Eventually, the free market will put them out of business if they're outlandish in their, in their requirements, in their policies. So this texture is correct. Just leave, and you, you, can, you don't have to make a stink about it. If you want to let management know later on what happened, you're more than free to. But yeah, if you're being a problem in a business on any level, concealed carry or not, yes, the business has the right to call the police and have you removed. And, and again, I'm, I, I'm for that. I, I'm, that doesn't... That doesn't bother me at all. I am for business rights. So point being, situational awareness. Wherever you're going, bank, coffee shop, a restaurant, uh, whatever, gas station. We've talked to enough people of late, even when you're, you know, when you're pumping gas, do you just pull up, get out, stick the nozzle in, and hang out? Or are you picking the right pump? Are you paying attention to what's going on around you? Are you looking for nefarious you know, actors that are roaming around? Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, there's, we, we at the station here, uh, we kind of are in an area that at times, and Charlie can attest this, is not so upscale. Um, probably the best way for me to say that politically correct, even though I'm not politically correct. We have some nefarious actors that are surrounding us here at the station because of where we are here in Aurora. And there's a gas station just down the road that I typically frequent because I'm cheap and they're the cheapest gas around. And it's still top tier. And I will tell you that in its location, of the two gas stations, one across from one another, this one tends to have a little lower caliber customer in it. I'm guessing because the prices are a little less and they just don't have the offerings that the other big conglomerate has right across the street. Charlie knows the stations that I'm talking about just down the street. 
Well, the other day I go to pull in. I'm in a press car, so I didn't need a lot of gas, but I needed to put a little bit of gas in it to make it one more day. And as I was doing so, I'm looking, and there's three sort of kind of shady-ish looking individuals at a pump that was free that I wanted to pull into. And there was a little bit of construction going on at this particular station, which was making it very inconvenient to get to where I wanted to go. But I will tell you that looking around and surveying the situation, I picked a pump that I had to literally maneuver around, back up, do a few things. It wasn't as easy as just pulling in because I did not want to be at the island where these other three individuals were at. Now, they were probably harmless, ended up doing whatever they were doing and leaving, and I watched them, but I didn't really want to be at the same pump they were at. That's what I'm talking about with situational awareness. I did not want to pull into that pump, and I made sure that I didn't. Now, I didn't do it in such a way that it made it look like I wasn't, you know, that I was afraid of them and I was pulling in someplace else. I just made it look like I was getting to the right side of the car where the gas cap was and was looking for the right way to get out and so on, and no one knew what I was doing. But in my mind, I was getting away from them. And that's okay to do, especially you ladies that are listening. Please, when you're pulling in to get gas, especially if you're alone, we have no full service in Colorado anymore, so you're going to pump your own gas. And the rule of thumb here is when you pull up to a pump, pull your keys and your wallet, or pull your keys and lock the car. You typically have your wallet or at least a credit card. Now, I would also tell you if it were me, and this is what I do, I... You know, of course, I'm a man, so I don't have near the paraphernalia that you know most of you ladies do in your purse. But I would only pull the credit card out that I'm going to use at the pump. I would not pull everything out with me. I would not take my wallet out if I were a lady to the pump. I would have my card. You know you're going to get gas. Before you get out of the car, pull your credit card. Leave everything else in the car. Pull your keys. Shut and lock the door. Then proceed to pump your gas. Once you're done, you can get back in the car and leave. And I know when it gets colder, this is where it becomes a bigger issue. Because when it's colder, everybody wants to just sort of really quick get out of the car, get the pump running, get back in the car and hang out. Which is fine as long as you're doing that with all of your doors locked each time. I know that sounds a little paranoia, but folks, we live in in a day and age where carjackings, things like that, They do happen. And the last thing you want to do is be in a situation you don't want to be in where you've invited things to make it easier for them. With everything being locked up, it makes it harder for that to happen. We want to deter these individuals as much as we can. So take a break. I think uh, John from Cheyenne's probably calling in. Don't go anywhere, folks. Ready Radio, ready radio.com is the website. And don't forget, if you're looking for uh, optical care, I care, I should say, Stack Optical. Uh, Alan Stack wants to take care of you. Eye exam is as inexpensive as it gets, $69. And then he can custom make anything you need when it comes to glasses, and he would love to do that for you. Stack Optical, 303-321-1578. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. 
At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for whatever Colorado throws its way. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. 
Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right. We are back. Ready Radio. Ready-radio.com is the website. John and Cheyenne, what's going on, John? Hey, John. How um, are you, sir? You know, you were talking. Hey, and, hey you got talking any, really about... quick, you got any snow yet? No. Um, we had... Uh, frozen fog where you couldn't see 30 yards from the house Got this it. morning. Um, so there's plenty of moisture in the air. Okay. And uh, it's cold. Okay. It was, uh, the wind chill at the house was one this morning wow. when I got up. Wow. Okay. So All right. Good to know. It, winter's here. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, most people are uh, people of habit. Yep. So you, a lot of times they'll go to the same gas station all the time. True. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I use the Sinclair app. I don't even have to take credit card out. I don't have to worry about my credit card being hacked. You pull up to the pump. You activate the app. It asks you what pump you're at. You put the pump number in. You hit go. You've already linked the credit card to it on your app. It gives you 10 cents off a gallon, but you don't have to get out your credit card. You don't have to get out the cold. Nice. You swipe your card or tap your card. You can do all that before you get out of the car. And it says, uh, remove, you get the remove nozzle and select grade, and then you know it's time to get out of your car and go pump your gas. Nice. You know, nice. My pet peeve, and this is the one that's going to get somebody hurt, especially at night, are the people who have to go and sit back in their car while the gas is pumping. Yeah. You looked around, you made sure it was safe, you started the pump, you got back in your car, you heard it snap, and you figured everything was okay, and then there's a guy waiting to smack you in the back of the head with a pipe, you know, and take your car. Yep, and, and, and a lot of times, by the way, those folks, because I've watched this, they climb back in, they're texting, they're doing this, they're doing that, who knows what, John, they're, they're really, attention. they're not paying yeah. any attention, they're listening for that click like you just sound, that thump, and then they mm-hmm. get out. And the place it gets me the most crazy is if I'm and if I pull in and I need gas, if they're usually the cheapest is the Costco in Tinmouth, Fort Collins, whatever you want right, to call it. Right, right. Because there's always a line, right? Yep. So you're gonna wait in line anyway, but then you I have to wait for you to get back out of your car and finish pumping. Come on. You got people behind you. Have to show a little consideration. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're uh yeah, that's true with a lot of things. But I encourage my wife, if she's got to get gas, and um, to use um, crowded places if she's alone or, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I'll encourage her to go into the Costco to get gas because... Oh, at least Costco's got an attendant. They're always watching. At the attendant, yeah. 
They'll come over and tell you if you forget to turn your car off. That's come over right. And tell you to turn it off. That's right. So and so that makes it a little safer. Um, but the other thing I said is, if you pull into a busy truck stop, there's usually enough people around where you can be a, feel a little safer. Very you true. Know what I mean, very true. Yeah, so, I, and, and and even even in that case, I would still. I mean, I like the busyness of that. I agree with you. I still would go to an island where there's no people. Oh yeah, if you can, absolutely. Yep. It's you know stay away from the people, but I've never seen an island at Costco where there's no. People. No, never, John. No, no, no. There, there's <laughs> no, so much actually, underpriced. Uh, you know, from what usually all uh, the other pump prices are. That no, no, no. There's, there's usually a line, uh, and you know e- even if you even if the line's short, there's a line. There's usually one per. You usually have to wait for one or two cars to go. Yeah, around around our place over in Arvada. John, uh, oh, on any given, especially Sunday morning, the line backs out onto the street. Is that the one off of uh, I seventy in Wadsworth? Yep. All right, I pulled in there, going to the mountains to top off before I headed up. Yeah, there's always a line. Always there. a line. Now, and part of but it is because like, it's such a bad design, and there's not enough, you know, uh, staging lanes. I guess exactly. you could say. But even then, it is packed. But I I pulled in one in Saint George, where they made it three pumps on each side, yeah. and they put lights, so when somebody pulled out, you knew which pump was open. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. and oh, that's it, really nice. Thing moved, what killed you is you got stuck behind the guy in the RV. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he's pumping 100 gallons. Yeah, he's pumping a few probably. more. Yes, that is a fact. Uh, I always look, and if there's a guy in an RV in the in the line, I'm going to another one. Yep. You know, the other thing about but, the situational awareness thing, John, is just, and I can talk right. about some of this with, you know, Drive Radio tomorrow even, it's just that same sure. thing of, you know, what's what's going on at the stoplight? What's happening with the people around you? Are you watching the people around you? What are they doing? You know, what's going on in all these different situations? And just, you know, rather than zoning out and being in another world, what's happening around you? Here's the biggest thing I see people do now, and my father taught me this, and he was a cop. He said, always make it so you can turn your wheel and get out from behind the car in front of you. Correct. Never. And you see people that are right up on the bumper of the car in front of them, and I'm like, what if he breaks down? Right. Now you've got to try to back up in traffic? Yeah, now everybody's so doing that. Make, huh? Now everybody's trying to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I, uh, no, I, what I'm saying is, you know, oh. you, you're usually too close. The guy behind you is too close. The guy behind him, I mean, bottom line, it's just yeah. this accordion effect where nobody now can get out of that area. Right. Until, until the guy all the way at the end. Moves. That's right. Correct. Until he <laughs> figures out what's Where going on, which if he's back far enough, he may not even know what's happened. He's honking his horn. And, yeah, if you're not sure of your turning radius, most families that have drivers have two cars. Pull your car up behind your other car and see how close you can get and still just turn the wheel all the way over and go around it. Used to be driver's ed would teach you that if you can't see the tires of the car in front of you, you're too close. Exactly. You can't see the tires, you can't get around them. Right. That's usually a pretty good rule of thumb on most cars anymore. On most cars, but if you're not sure, what's taking five minutes to figure it out? Very true. Or or giving yourself another five feet or so, who cares at that point? Now, yeah. now I also, um, you know, don't be that guy at the intersection at least two car lengths either because nobody likes that either. No, no, nobody likes that guy either. But here's the thing. At the company, they got new Ford F-150s for the some of the field guys, and they have the worst turning rate. Yeah, they do. I don't know. If, so 
if I was driving one of those, I'd make sure I was leaving a little more than just the tires because their turning radius is terrible. Um, but going back to what you were talking about, uh, the weather, um, just remember that, you know, in cold and wet, cotton kills. Yes. Yes, it does. So, yeah, I, I had I a little uh, experience with that this morning. I had a few things around the house I was messing around with, and long story short, I ended up taking a second shower this morning, John. And, you know, cotton jeans don't dry very fast, just saying. No, and also they don't, if they get wet, they're not keeping you warm. Uh, no, warm. you're going to, you know, luckily I was inside the rest of the day, and I didn't feel like taking the time to, you know, change, so I just let things dry off. But if you were outside and that had happened, you'd be freezing the rest of the day. Oh, and, well, hypothermia can set in quicker than people think. That's right. Yeah, so, I mean, even on a, you know, 40-degree day, getting wet is not fun. Mm-hmm. And you could buy so many uh, types of uh, hiking, waterproof pants. I got a pair from Eddie Bauer that are fleece-lined. Oh, nice. And I saw it was not when I Yeah, they, they, I got them at the Eddie Bauer outlet. They weren't even 30 bucks, maybe. And... Uh, I nice. put them on this morning because I looked at it. It was 19 degrees and a wind chill. I said, yeah, I'm going to put these on to go walk the dog. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, I wasn't, wasn't quite that cold this morning here, but it's going to be over the weekend. As I said a few minutes ago, uh, we're likely to get all the way down into potentially 10 degrees or so Monday morning. I don't know if it'll get much below yeah. that. But that's, you know, John, from going from, you know, we've been used to like last weekend was like 78 degrees on Sunday and hasn't been really all that cold mm-hmm. at night. That's a huge change. The other thing is, I know we've talked about this before, but did you go, did you put your winter safety gear back in your car if you didn't? It's always, it yeah, I never, I never take it out. I don't take. I I swap. I have one that I keep all the time, but I have some extra stuff I put in it in the winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I make sure it was ready. And I got my snow tires on my Forerunner. Yeah, I actually we did our uh, we did our our snow tire switch around on the on the Chevy Bolt this week already, John. So yeah, just kind of looking out yeah. to you know. And I'll talk a little bit about that on Drive Radio tomorrow. But yes, for all of you mm-hmm. listening, if you haven't made some of those changes and you're somebody that does what John and I do, now is your time. Now, if, if if you haven't done it yet, you're late. You're late. Yes, that's right. And uh, yeah, so I got snow plow ready to go. You know. Yeah, no, I, I I actually it's funny you and I are together. I did that uh, uh, Wednesday. I got my skid steer all out. Got my box blade put on it. I got my snow plow on the truck. I got everything all dialed in, ready to go. No matter what happens this weekend. Yeah, I'm ready. And fortunately, you know, I had a lot of stuff kind of pre-ready to go. And as I put things away, you know, I typically put them away ready to go for the next year. But, yeah, I mean, I've got a few little things yet to do this weekend, John, but really not much. I pretty well had things dialed in here as we got towards the end of summer. Just, you know, you just do that. That's that's what you do. Are you and Richard going to be out plowing snow? You know, it'll be interesting. We were, I was talking morning. to him this morning, and <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, potentially Saturday night into Sunday. It just depends on how much snow we get. Yeah. Uh, is there, like, a minimum that you say, I'm not going to plow until it gets to this level? Depends on the contract. Oh, okay. So, so everybody's it's, it's, a little different. Contract slash property, you know, specific, I guess, should be the best way to say that. Yeah, just... Well, I'll give you a prime example. Last weekend, when I well, Saturday, I went out and spent the whole day fixing the snow fence. Ah, good to one. Make sure. I yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. Good idea. The big yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and by the way, going. we're talking ready radio. All of you listening, I mean, this isn't really uh, – I was going to do some of this on Fix It Radio in the morning as far as just getting things around the house prepped and ready to go. But all of that mm-hmm. applies, John. If you've got things you've been putting off, yes, it's going to be a rather cold and dreary weekend as far as that goes. And for those of us in this metro area, including all the way up into Wyoming where John's, where John's at, yes, we're going to have some snow coming into the area uh, by Saturday midday roughly. Well, if you got – if you've got a free minute, you should look at the uh, Northwest Wyoming webcams. They got pounded up around Jackson. I will do all that. All up in that area. And, and the whole northern tier of Wyoming and southern Montana. I think I mentioned yesterday, hopefully Jeff will call tomorrow. Yeah, I want to know. Let us know. Where- yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I want to know. He usually does, though. I guess, but me, tomorrow, because I got everything done, I'll do some chores inside the house. That'll, that's right. It's an inside day. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, John. Hey, man, as always, appreciate it, John. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your weekend. And, yeah, if you've not got things ready to go, it is Ready Radio, and we're talking about being prepared for the what-ifs of life. And as far as your vehicles and all those things go, I'll talk more about that tomorrow on Fix-It Radio and Drive Radio uh, on the Saturday programming, so I'll get into some of that then. But I would encourage you, it's still fairly nice out right now here in Colorado in the Front Range area, 47, 50 degrees in the sun. It even feels a little warmer, so it's not super bad out if you've had things that you've been putting off that you need to get done outside either house and or car related and folks that means everything from removing hose from hose bibs to if you haven't got your sprinkler system blown out i'll talk about this on on a fix it radio in the morning but you at least need to get your backflow shut off drained all of that because it will be cold enough to affect some of those things so you've got to make sure you get those things dialed in and taken care of as well again i'll talk about that in the morning but As far as this afternoon goes, if some of you have a little bit of time and you're already home uh, for the weekend, I would highly suggest you get some of those things, you know, taken care of so that you're, you know, you're all dialed in, ready to go and so on. It it is that time of the year to get those things taken care of. So we'll be back. If you got anything else for us, 307-200-8222 is our text line, 307-200-8222. And the main line here, like John, you can call in directly, 303 477 Five six zero zero riots. I'm going to cover that. That was in my notes. Producer Ann sent me some things along these lines. Uh, there have been and may be more of these. And I've got a great little article on what to do in regards to if you're caught in any kind of a riot where they've shut down, you know, freeway or anything along those lines. I've got some tips on that as well that we'll cover as soon as we come back. Ready Radio KLZ five sixty. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching. We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. 
Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. And we're talking about situational awareness. And then I also had an article in here about uh, that producer Ann had sent talking about riots and what to do in a riot. And this was just published a few days ago, four days ago. There is video of, and again, I've not, checked all of this. I'm relying on this particular article out of westernrifleshooters.us, westernrifleshooters.us. And there's several, uh, this article, I should say, is made up of several tweets or X, um, what are they even calling them now, Charlie? Uh, X conversations? I don't know. It's still tweets to me. I don't know what you call them anyways. Conversations on X. And evidently, there was a pro-Palestinian protest in Minneapolis. That's why Ann sent it to me, because it's up in her neck of the woods. And this was a very sophisticated riot, protest, whatever you want to call it. Sophisticated as in they blocked roadway, the roadway, used a drone as a communication-type piece, you know, video, so they could see what was going on. They had radios communicating back and forth with one another. They had, you know, kind of a command, if you would, of what was going on, and the reality is nobody could really pass through. So... At the end of the day, uh, that what this article is about is how to avoid these things. And part of it also was, does your local Patriot Prepper group have anything like this level of organization? Assume that every one of these people have AR-15s. And then on top of that, 
what can police do in these particular situations. So there's actually a picture of them setting this protest up. And I'll walk you through this. One, rioters use a drone for ISR command and control of the battle space, they're calling it. Number two, rioters have their own vehicles pre-blocking the end of this avenue to control the battle space and prevent outside interference or the escape of enemies. This is a clear form, or this is clear from the captured drone audio. He can only turn around, it said. Number three, three ATVs and a motorcycle in this one view alone are the rioters' mobile rapid, mobile rapid reaction force to respond to outside interference or prevent enemies, quote-unquote, from escaping. So this is a very sophisticated operation. This is not just a bunch of people in the street. And what happened here is an individual, an older white male, drove through this and was sort of accused of being there and running over people and so on. But in the end, they found out that, no, that really wasn't the case. These people all converged on this particular vehicle and attacked it. Dave and Thornton, you're next. Hey, John, I'm glad you, you were bringing that, this subject up today. It's one of those things that's my pet peeve. I try to keep telling all my family members, hey, you know, keep your head on a swivel. You know, it's not a matter of being uh, paranoid. It's a matter of being aware and safe. That's what's going to get you home every night. Yep. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible thing to say, and, I, you know, have to keep using that same line, but it's just the world we live in now, and especially with everything that's happened, is that last story that you just brought up, um, from the stuff I've been reading and getting, uh, they've been pushing a lot of Islamist type of action within the United States. Yes. Uh, the United States just uh, did a couple sorties and destroyed some Iranian caches yes. of yes. ammunition in uh, Syria. That's right. And so uh, the Iranians had already threatened that if the United States did anything, then they could expect something domestically. So all the more reason why everyone should keep their head on a swivel and, you know, get your head out of the phone, Yep. watch where you're going, listen to what's going on around you. And if it, you know, like I always tell people, if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't feel right, Leave. It's not right. Yeah, Don't thank you. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Yeah, if it doesn't look right, doesn't feel right, doesn't smell right, something's just off, your best yeah. bet is to just leave. And especially if it's something where, Dave, it's not really, you know, life or death. And let's face it, even traveling someplace, you know, it's not life or death. Figure out a way around that situation. One of the fears, you know, I always have personally is, you know, I travel enough on some of the freeways, and we've seen some of this in the past, even with BLM, to where they'll block an entire freeway. Okay, so if that happens... What are you doing? How are you getting off? What's your best way of yeah. escape? And it's why, Dave, in my case, and I'm very big on this, and, and my wife is you know, always asking me this, but I will travel in either one of two lanes going down a freeway and one or two lanes only, and that's either the far left or the far right. I will not travel in the two middle lanes. And the reason for yeah. that, Dave, is there's no way of escaping if you're in the middle lanes. Yeah, you just trapped yourself. In you just trapped you. It could even be a traffic jam. I don't care what. It, I mean, if something were to happen, there's always the shoulder, whether it be on the left or the right, that even if you had to go back against traffic to get away from something, I would. I, I would. I could care less whether there's a ticket coming, because no offense, they're not going to write you a ticket in that case, because they got enough other things on their hand. The last thing they're going to do is pull you over for going the wrong way. I'm going to go the wrong way and get off of the next exit if I have to. Exactly, and, and that's the kind of mindset that people need to have is that, you know what, uh, the 
substance has hit the fan, and we need to get out of here. And if it means driving on on that dirt median, then drive on that dirt median. Whatever, everybody. That's right. Do whatever you got to do to get yourself out of there. And more importantly, there was a story I just saw this morning happened in the last week. This last week out in California, and the the, the video is pretty terrifying because it it literally looks like an old west holdup of a stagecoach. These people had surrounded this car on the freeway, forced it off, and then they went up and broke out the windows, pulled the people out, stole the car, and then stole whatever else wow. they, they wanted out of the car. Wow. So that, that can happen, in, in, and this was in the middle of the day. In the wow. middle of the day, on a, a major... Uh, again, that, it goes, back, goes back to the whole, you know, are you watching what's going on around you? And in that particular case, I, I haven't seen the video, so I don't know what could have been done, but you know, you better be able to make some evasive, evasive maneuvers and abrupt maneuvers to do whatever you need to do to get out of that situation, because... Uh, you know, frankly, Dave, the sheet metal on the car. Yeah, I love cars, and I don't like them all bent up and beat up and so on. But my life is far more important than the sheet metal on that car or anybody else's. Exactly right, and and that's the thing is that you know what? Not everybody is going to be comfortable carrying some type of a weapon, whether it's a firearm Correct. or a knife, a baseball bat in their car, you know, or you know, uh, have the physical ability to actually go toe to toe with someone or Correct. or several someone's. So the thing is that what everyone's got to remember is. You're already in the best weapon you can. That is your your oh, yeah. pickup truck. Oh yeah, you're you're driving in most cases a two ton vehicle, uh, and if yes. nothing else, a ton and a half vehicle that's very easily a projectile that you could you easily use to defend yourself with. Yes, and I'll, I'll guarantee you, when as soon as you gun that engine, people are going to get out of the way. Right. They don't want to get hit. They're going to get out of the way, and whatever you know, knick knack barricade they try to put up in your way, like you just said, the heck with it. Run it over. So you puncture yep. tires, so you, you ruin a fender. Who cares? Yeah, the I'm best thing to do is to eliminate yourself from that situation, period. Even that, Like I say, if traffic is all stopped and you're on one of those edge lanes, right or left, and you've got the ability to maneuver yourself around. This goes back to what John from Cheyenne was even saying earlier, even in rush hour traffic. And, yeah, I don't want to be that guy where you're four car lengths from the guy in front of you because nobody wants to be behind that. But you should have enough space between yeah. you and the car in front of you to where if something like that were to happen, you have the ability to turn around and get out of it. Exactly. Go to the shoulder. The if you're on the right hand, up. go to the shoulder and go the other direction. If you're on the left-hand yeah. side, you know, same thing. You know, go the other direction. Uh, and, and this is the other thing, too, Dave, that I don't think enough people do. Watch what's going on in front of you. You know, watch for brake lights that are hitting, you know, you know, blocks and blocks ahead of you. If you're, you're going down I-70, I-25, 225, whatever it happens to be, be looking down the road to see what's happening. And again, if you're on those edges, you can see that, that you can't see in the middle lanes. No. I've yet to figure that's out, Dave, why one. anybody drives in the middle lanes. I'm sorry. I, and I know everybody does, and people just get there and they stick and it's fine, but I'm not going to be a person driving in the middle lanes. Now, the other one that I want to bring up is uh, uh, distraction attacks that can happen. So the same thing is you're driving home. You, you would be amazed how many people are just sitting out in the parking lot of your local small little bank that you go to make your deposit or cash your check or whatever. And they see you go into the bank real quick, five minutes out, assume that you must take some cash out, yep. and they follow you home. Yep. Yeah, be Keep careful of that. And that's the other thing, too. Is you, you, you know, something we haven't talked much about, Dave. Thanks for mentioning that, by the way. Yeah, always be watching 
Who's behind you? You know, are you, are, in fact, and this is something they always tell you to do is, you know, change your behavior periodically. Don't take the same route home exactly. every day. Uh, you know, if, depending yep. upon where you live, the neighborhood and so on. If you've got the ability to go a couple of different ways to your house and you feel like there's somebody following you, change your route. And is that person actually then following you? And if that's the case, you drive past your house, not to your house. Exactly. Do not and, pull know, in. Somebody following you, they, they may be going the same way, they may be not be, but you know what? If it doesn't, again, if it doesn't feel right, you get your little spidey sense going. That's right. Make a right turn. That's make right. Make a right turn and see if they turn with you. Then make another right turn and see if they turn with you. If they do. Yeah, you know, and by the way, if you're in a neighborhood and they eventually pull into their own house, well, then great, so be it. Drive home and it's no big deal. But if they're continuing exactly. to follow you, I would not pull into my house. And, you know, it, like again, like I said, I, I hate to hit on that same tired line, but it's just the world we live in now. Yes. And we're going to have to accept that fact. And if you think that the police are going to help you or they're going to save you, Oh, they can't. No. no. And it's no, nothing against them, Dave. They just, they can't. No. They're outnumbered. They're outpowered as well. They're, there's yeah. just not enough of them to go around. And not to mention where their morale is right now. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. A lot of those guys are like, geez, this, that, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I saw some of those guys at lunch today, Dave, and I met a client of mine and saw some of those guys there. You know, love those guys. But again, you know, they, even in that particular case, you know, there's, Two people in a restaurant of 150 people. I mean, that's what it is on a large-scale basis. There's just no way they can take care of every person. It's impossible. No. And, you know, like, like that, I don't know if it was the NRA or whoever came out with that saying, but, you know, when, when seconds count, the, the police are only minutes away. In some cases, it's an hour away, depending upon the situation. Exactly right. So, yeah, no, to your point, Dave, yeah. All, all, by the way, thank you. All good stuff, stuff I even need reminded of when it comes to these things. You really, those of you listening, situational awareness, including your drive home, wherever you're at, you need to be paying attention to all of that. Yeah, you yep. know, and, and the thing is, like I said, you know, it doesn't feel right, doesn't look right. Yep. Walk away. That's right. Leave the groceries there. Yeah. Come back. We'll That's right. Whatever. None of that is that important when it's all said and done, Dave. Yeah, unless you're driving to the emergency room. That's right. It's the only time that I would be as direct and not, not really That's right. concerned about it. But anything else can wait till later, till That's tomorrow. Right. Good point. Dave, appreciate yeah. you, man, as always. Good. Thank you. Great stuff. And, yes, uh, situational awareness, even in regard to that, whether it be leaving work, heading home, leaving the store, like Dave just said, whatever the case may be. The other thing I will tell you, too, to be very, very careful of is people are watching they're watching even where you're at, what you're doing. It's, and I know this is going to sound funny to a lot of people. It's why I don't pay cash for too many things, because people don't need to see the amount of cash you have, and then you become a bigger target. And I know that goes against what some people think when it comes to buying things with cash. I can talk more about that in some shows down the road, but that's why I'm not a big believer in paying cash for things because of what we just talked about. Dave, thank you for that, by the way. All right, Ready Radio. Anything else you want to know, go to our website, ready-radio.com. It's a great place to find lots of resources, and you can listen to all of our past shows there as well. Next program, stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Ready Radio, KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.